three, two, one, and we're live. Welcome to the Moai Statues of Easter Island, hosted by Will Porter. One thing that all humans share is an obsession with monuments. These monuments come in many varieties, but some of the most common are statues. Statues were some of the oldest creations by humans and have dated back over 40,000 years. Ancient statues and architecture capture our imagination for their advanced craftsmanship and the questions of their creation. In this episode, we will be discussing a group of sculptures that have long been at the center of ancient mystery, the Moai statues of Easter Island. Through the eyes of these eyeless statues, we will dissect the history and culture of the people of Easter Island, the Rapu Nui, why the Moai have captured so much interest from historians around the globe, and the Moai's significance to the history of humankind today. The Moai were built between 1250 and 1500 CE. Currently, 887 Moai have been documented, but predictions are that there's upwards of 1,000, as many are buried. Made out of tuff, spelled T-U-F-F, a soft volcanic rock native to Easter Island, and carved with basalt stone pickaxes, the statues vary wildly in size and weight. The average statue is 13 feet tall and weighs 14 tons, but the tallest Moai, known as Peros, stood at 33 feet tall and weighed over 82 tons. If that seems enormous, archaeologists have found an unfinished Moai that, if completed, would have measured a gargantuan 69 feet tall and have weighed over 270 tons. Early Moai had much rounder faces with plump bodies, which are more similar to the sculptures on other Pacific islands such as Tahiti. Over time, the art style changed and it eventually became the distinct art style seen today. The style's traits include an overly large head, a heavy brow, a long sharp nose, elongated ears, pouting lips, and a sharp jawline. The characteristics of the statues were universal indicators to represent strength and wisdom. A common misconception about the Moai is that they were just sculptures of heads with tiny bodies. In reality, the majority of the sculptures included a body that was typically larger in size than the head. This misconception is derived from the fact the bodies have sunk into the ground after centuries of soil erosion. The bodies are portrayed squatting, with the arms being in various positions but always completely attached to the body. A generally unknown fact about the Moai's appearance is that the empty eye sockets used to hold eyes of white coral and obsidian pupils. These eyes eventually disappeared after centuries of de deterioration. Another trait that is common to the statues is the puko. The puko were hat-like structures made up of a red volcanic scoria rock and they were placed on specific statues to represent that statue's importance during a ceremony or event. So that leaves us with the question, why were the Moai built? To first understand this, we must understand the culture that produced them, the culture of the Rapa Nui people. Little is known about the early Rapa Nui people, but we do know that they arrived on Easter Island between 300 and 1200 CE. They would have likely come from Eastern Polynesian Islands, which would have required a Pacific voyage of over 2000 kilometers. Living in one of the most isolated places on earth, the culture developed into something truly unique. Little is known about the Rapa Nui when the construction of the Moai was taking place. The information that we do have has been passed down by oral tradition, 
which often blurs the line between reality and spirituality. We know that many separate clans were inhabiting the island during this time. These clans were peaceful as they lived in close proximity and used the same quarry to build their Moai statues. The Moai acted as monuments to a clan's deceased chiefs and heroes. Archaeologist Joanne Van Tilburg, who has studied the statues for many years, believes, quote, they were not individualized portrait sculptures, but standardized representations of the powerful individuals. This is pretty much saying that the Moai weren't portraits, but rather symbols. The builders of the Moai were seen as high-ranking members of society as they weren't required to hunt or farm and were instead craftsmen. When a craftsman completed a Moai, they were always erected facing inward. This practice was done so that they could watch over their respective clans and bring safety and protection. The only exception to this inward-facing rule is a group of seven Moai built standing together facing out to sea. These seven were constructed to honor the warriors who would devote their life to watching the ocean in case of an outsider attack. While this sounds like a prosperous civilization with a rich artistic culture that can only be created with a backbone of an abundance of resources, when Europeans arrived in 1722, they were perplexed. The island residents were now simple hunter-gatherers and didn't have nearly enough craftsmanship and knowledge to construct the monuments that littered their island. This decline happened in the late 1600s and left the island's people as a shell of their former glory. The cause of this collapse is still a hot topic in the historical community, but the accepted theory is that of geographer Jared Diamond. Through interviews with the modern-day Rapa Nui and ecological evidence left behind, he has concluded that the overuse of the environment and extreme deforestation led to a downward spiral of a lack of resources and eventually warfare. This period caused a rapid decrease in the population and reversion back to simple survival. Even during this time, the Moai statues were still worshipped and played a big role in various ceremonies, but the focus of the remaining people was no longer on this art. The Moai statues remain a wonder of our world today as their unique art style is so original and synonymous with Easter Island. The Moai were created to pay tribute to the great leaders and heroes, but they were also there to inspire. Monuments and other memories motivate us to embody the traits that allowed them to achieve their importance. The Moai would have looked down at their tribes, and the youth would have looked back and one day dreamed of achieving greatness and being immortalized forever in the pride of their people. Monuments are a universal part of humanity, and the Moai statues represent this connection. They show us that no matter how isolated, advanced, or desperate we as a society become, we will always abide by what connects us being human. Thank you for listening.